In today's episode, we have a special guest, Holly Iver. She's a breast cancer survivor who turned to a healthier lifestyle after discovering she had a low score from a scanner measuring her nutrition. Now, in her quest, obviously, to improve better health, Holly will tell us about her journey from chemotherapy to um, revamping her whole nutrition, including, you know, fruits and vegetables into her diet and how her earnest desire to improve her overall well-being and provide relief from discomfort um, that she was experiencing has led her even further into a journey of looking more at supplements, supplements that she then has kind of included her family in and how that actually has turned into a business for her overall. So I am looking forward to talking more with her to learn more about Holly and her journey with regards to supplements and how they actually can, you know, potentially be a great move for improving your health. So all that and more on this episode of E-Hacker Health. Welcome to eHacker Health, the podcast providing digital and community resources to help women optimize their health. I'm your host, Dr. Kat Andrews. Okay, so I am Kat with eHacker Health, and I'm very happy to have Holly here um, as our special guest, and I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. Holly, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, your company. I am Holly Iyer, and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm from Holly's Healthy Health. And um, I got into this company. It's uh, I'm a salesperson for Pharmanix, Newskin Pharmanix, which is a $2.2 billion company traded on the New York Stock Exchange. But their whole sales force is 1099. And um, what I, the reason I got into it is I'm a cancer survivor. And I was trying to eat healthy and I measured on our scanner and I, didn't have a good score. Mm. That was one thing. So I tried some of the supplements and I, we have a supplement called Rishi Max, which is a mushroom from the hills of China that the Chinese have used to, to stay healthy for centuries. And um, it has, our Rishi Max has been used in 28 studies across the U.S. And it those studies were looking at, does Rishi Max reduce cancer cells? And it turned out that the answer was yes. So for me, that was a no brainer. I didn't want any more cancer cells in my body. So I said, okay, I'm gonna take Rishi Max. And then I came back and my mother-in-law who was 93 at the time, she's an Indian and she's been a vegetarian her entire life. The interesting thing though about Indians, even though they're vegetarians, they don't eat enough. They eat a lot of rice and little vegetables. And so they don't get as much out of their meal vegetable wise like they should. But moving along, she was having pains in her legs and cramps when she slept. 
and she was going down to hill and she is revered in the indian community in atlanta uh mostly because she's a wonderful person but she's also oh. 90 years old so i mean that's yeah. so there's some wisdom there <laughs> <laughs> yeah people would come and visit her and they thought they were saying goodbye to her and so I said, do we have anything for my mother-in-law who's like this? And she's not going to take another pill. And excuse me, as I pull up, he recommended this G3 juice. It's mm -hmm. a high-density fruit drink. You take two ounces a day. And Kat, you would not believe it. Within three days, she was back to herself. Mm. You know, you just go, wow, that really worked. Well, then two weeks later, she went to her son's house and she I didn't send her with any G3. And she was there for two weeks, she came back and she had the same pains. Gotcha. So put her back on and she was fine. And she's been taking, she's now 98 years old. She's fully functional, except she doesn't drive. And um, she cooks, she takes care of herself. She takes showers every day. She's totally functional. So she's got her ADL. She's basically living independent, able to move around, do all these things on her own. Obviously, there's a few maybe things that come with aging. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people who shouldn't be on the road <laughs> that are on the road. But yeah. she's got for for her ages, I like to call it the golden girl years, right? She is pretty fully functioning, living independently and has all her ADLs and is still enjoying life. Yes, she lives with us. So we're here. But mm -hmm. she uh, she's functional. We don't have to do anything. And she'll cook three meals a day. Well, actually, two meals a day. Two yeah. meals a day. And uh, my husband loves her cooking, so that's great. And yeah. um, I, eat my, I, I don't like mushed down vegetables. I like them a little more chewy. So I eat yeah. my vegetables. And um, we're a happy family. So... So that and my cancer, that was the really the thing that got me into the business. I said, if that can help my mother-in-law so much, yeah, I want to be in this business. So it sounds like in, in doing this, that this kind of your own personal journey in, in looking at yourself as well as your mother-in-law is kind of how you got around, like understanding that, you know, part of where our health comes from is what we eat, what we're consuming. So you talked about, of course, your mother-in-law and, and her journey. So tell us what changes you noticed with you kind of when you started your kind of food journey, right? In terms of looking at, because it's, 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 you know, having real food or having vegetables, increasing um, your intake of the things that are very vital when it comes to having fruits and vegetables and, and all that. Tell us a little bit about what you noticed with yourself. Well, right now I'm 74 years old and I walk four miles three days a week up and down hills and I play tennis four days, three or four days a week, doubles, yeah. singles. And, nice. you know, I'm really happy that I have as much energy that I have. Um, the thing that started me on my healthy eating journey was after cancer, it took me five years to start to feel better after chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. And I finally decided I had to do something. So yeah. I tried to change my diet, 
to be more vegetable driven. And my husband had been trying to do that for 20 years up to that point or 30 years up to that point on me. And he had succeeded to some extent, but not to the extent that it needed to be. But still, yeah. when I scanned, I was low. So I went to the supplements. Okay. The supplements that I have, we have seven supplements that are guaranteed to increase your antioxidants by the scanner score. And if it doesn't, you get your money back. Hmm. So that was pretty easy. So I started with Life Pack, which is a basic supplement, which I have here somewhere. This is Life Pack. It comes in a package like this, like this. And there are 60 packets in here. You take one in the morning and one at night. And that was my first hit in my score. Yeah. And I started adding things that I thought I needed. Okay. That's my phone. I need to turn that off. Yeah, sorry. No worries. It's always <laughs> the most inconvenient time. It's always when you're busy that everybody wants to talk to you. Yes, that's the truth. <laughs> so you were able to kind of go through, I mean, you obviously going through the chemo, talking, working with your healthcare providers, and then um, between you, it looks like having the support of your husband, you and your husband working together, trying to figure out how do we get these, you know, more vegetables, new fruits and vegetables. Um, into your diet. Now, um, when we were talk talking earlier, we had talked a little bit about trying to figure out, you know, providers and understanding that, and some providers don't always know nutrition isn't always like a big piece of um, the medical practice. So with, with looking at this and kind of finding these supplements, um, was this something that you were able to do with your provider? Or was this something that you kind of self-advocated for? No, my providers do not recommend, most doctors do not recommend supplements. Holistic okay. doctors will, functional doctors will, but okay. these, nope, they won't. They're in the, they're in the prescription business. Okay. Um, what Did you find, okay, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Was, it, was a salesperson like me came to one of my BNI, I was in BNI at that time, and he came to my BNI meeting my daughter is an optometrist and, and mm -hmm. she knew at the time into the optometry world and he was talking about medical equipment and i had no idea what he was talking about but i <laughs> medical equipment part so i thought well maybe i'll look into that and he called me after the meeting and asked if i wanted to have a one-to-one -one, and we met at at starbucks and he's that's where i was first scanned okay and I had been taking supplements because I had read a story that this woman had stopped her husband's dementia with these products, X, Y, and Z. And so I started taking X, Y, and Z because I had dementia in my family. And I thought, well, that could help me, you know, fight dementia. Some, pre some preventative, yeah, preventative measures. Yes. However, um, I really didn't know if it was working. You know, you don't know it's too late whether it was working, yeah. right? So yeah. then when I put my hand on the scanner and I said, my scan is so low, I need to get my antioxidants up. This is measuring antioxidants. And antioxidants mm -hmm. are the fighters in your body that defend against free radicals. 
And one of the biggest free radicals is sugar. And um, there are others that you can't control, like the sun and smog and and uh, pollutant. But sugar you can control. So yeah. that's where I started. I, I started to get rid of sugar in my diet, which is really hard for me to do because I am a chocolate holiday. Sugar is one of those things I think for everybody. Everybody's got that thing. It's so pervasive in everything. Yes. <laughs> it's in ketchup. It's in salad dressing. Like it's so pervasive within our diet where we think it's healthy, but it's it's really unless you're making your own salad dressing, it's so hard to get away from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of things hard to get away from in our society. Yeah. So. And that's not true in other societies, by the way. They eat a lot yeah. better than we do. Um, I forgot where I was, but anyway. Uh, no, it's okay. So you, I mean, so you, so in general, I you him, and that's how got I got the that's how I learned about it. Yeah. So, and I want you before we go a little further to clarify if you can break yeah. down what the acronym BNI means. Business Network International. Okay. It's so a networking group. It's a closed yeah. network. Meaning okay, that so you, be one seat per profession. Right. So you were doing this networking group and um, with you kind of looking at some additional things. So it did sound like there was some, some self-advocacy, right? Because your doctors are doing the prescriptions, you went through the chemo, you're doing this, but you're really looking for obviously more because chemo as I think even the most um, casual listener or the casual viewer, even if they've never themselves had anybody who's had cancer, um, understands that when you go through chemo, that it is very devastating on the body, that it is very exhausting because you're introducing something to kill cancer cells and, and it, it, it doesn't necessarily always distinguish. And so it can be very, for the patient, it can be a very exhausting and I think I'm, I'm probably being very generous with that word and saying exhausting process that the recovery takes an extended amount of time, not just from the cancer, but also from the treatment. Right? Um, My feeling, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As someone who had thankfully had, had cancer in the foot but didn't require Require chemo, but my father also went through prostate cancer. So I watched his journey as well. And I've also watched his journey with fruits and vegetables. He being from uh, the Caribbean though, I think just like you said, the idea of fruits and vegetables is very different than I think from like Western culture. So like with my dad, he, he did a lot of similar things in terms of let's look at what fruits, for him it was immediate to do fruits and vegetables and you know sour sap and some people will call it like home remedies or old wives tale but there was a lot of looking at things that were outside of some of the medical practices to add on to that like he was all compliant with the medication but he was like this isn't enough like i know that i need to do more and one of the things you mentioned was the scanner. So I want you to, to, you got scanned and kind of gave you some information. So I want you to explain more, kind of tell us what the scanner actually is that you're talking about. The scanner is this piece of equipment and you actually just put your hand on it to get scanned. Mm -hmm. And the light that comes out from here 
which is Nobel winning technology back in 1920 or 30. Um, it's an interactive light that the government got hold of and put it in a bunch of universities to try to figure out what to do with this light. Mm -hmm. And University of Utah and the National Institute of Health focused on scanning. The other thing that I know came out of it was the Hubble telescope. Okay. From the, from the interactive light. They use it in the Hubble telescope. But that's not, it doesn't have anything to do with scanner. It's just the same right. technology. Same technology, gotcha. Yeah. Yes, it's the same <laughs> technology. And so the, the, the interactive light hits your hand right here. Mm -hmm. This part of your hand is full of carotenoids. And it used to do the eye because the eye is full of carotenoids. Right. And the story is, I don't know how real it is, but the story is a woman got this thing in her eye and screamed and somebody put up their hand and boom, they realized to stop the light. And they found out that they could get the same rating from the hand. Mm -hmm. so became, uh, thank God it became a hand machine because it was going to the eye. I don't think I could sell it to anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> or test anybody. So now, now I do know what carotenoids is. Those are, that's the that's the color that we usually see in our vegetables, right? The the red colors and the the pigments, right? The reds yes. that you see in yes. like tomatoes and the greens and the the yellows that we see in like bell peppers and stuff. Like that part, I yep. do know. Yep, that's <laughs> where they come from. Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> so so the fruits and vegetables, right? Which is when we see that high color. Uh, of pigmentation. That's why they always tell you to eat the eat the rainbow, right? Eat the pinks yes. and the purples and the greens and the reds and all this stuff. So it and sounds like with the scanner, what it's doing is measuring those carotenoids, the reds, the That's greens, correct. the oranges. Okay. That's correct. Breaking that down. I got that. Okay. So yeah. I'll let you continue on. So you have this scanner, you put your hand in it and yes. it's measuring the carotenoids that carotenoids. show. Yes. Yes, and um, you, you get the score in 30 seconds. Okay. And then what happens from the score? So you get the score. It's, I'm guessing that there's probably, obviously there's a level to the score. So your levels, it sounds like most people's levels probably, because we. I, I'm pretty sure most of us don't eat the recommended fruits and vegetable levels. So we get a low <laughs> score. Yeah, um, the low score is 10,000. 10,000 low score. It goes up to 100,000. And okay. where you like to be is 50,000 to 100. It actually okay. goes above 100 and it goes below 10,000, but 50 to 100 is where you want to be. Most Americans are 30 to 10, 10 to 30, or zero to 10 to 30. Um, and that's because we as a nation do not eat enough fruits and vegetables. There's total documentation to that. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, there's there's tons of documentaries and, you know, we see it uh, as weekly or monthly kind of segments on the news about how people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. And, Absolutely. Uh, I, and I joked around with you about my dad being being mad about the kale chips. He's like, why can't people just eat kale? Why do we have <laughs> kale chips? Uh, because you don't get the you don't get the same value. And, and I do believe that's true. You don't get the same value from eating kale chips or banana chips if you were just to actually eat the fruit. That's correct. That's um, correct. And that's so even like the fruit, we don't get, <laughs> fruit and vegetables, we don't get the value that we did 45, 
50 years ago. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you about growing. that. Yeah. And in your experience, right, in your in the coaching experience, since you also do coaching and you're, you know, you're working with people and, you know, obviously working with this company and they are, you know, looking at stuff. In your experience, I have two, it's kind of a two-parter, kind of in your experience. What makes it hard for people to kind of get the fruits and vegetables that they need in your experience? And then what are the barriers that you think are making it so hard for us to eat enough fruits and vegetables? The barriers are easier to talk about. They're our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, you know, women are working more and men are working and they're busy. So when it comes to lunch, it's hard to eat healthy sometimes. Doesn't mean you can't, but it's hard. Yeah. Then when it comes to dinner, if the woman's working, that becomes a hard meal as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just difficult because of our lifestyle. Yeah. And, that, and that's why we recommend this. But it can be done with fruits and vegetables. I've measured people that have had really high scores with fruits and vegetables. And mm-hmm. they have to be focused. They have to be focused yeah. on eating those fruits and vegetables. And more vegetables than fruits because fruits have a lot of sugar in them. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of building the discipline of understanding and really kind of getting and and it's it's true. No, it's funny because in, in when I when I think about fruits and vegetables now, my parents both cook, but my dad was actually the cooker. <laughs> Talk about gender role switch. Uh, my dad finds cooking to be quite therapeutic, so we all. Uh, my mom has since passed away, but we all look forward to my dad cooking. So that was definitely a gender role switch, and I think that's cultural, right? Some cultures uh, living here in Hawaii, um, and, and when you talk to Pacific Islanders, right, you find that men tend to have this role of being in the kitchen, and they are responsible for gathering and cooking. Um, oh, but regardless of who is responsible for the cooking, you're right, yeah. right? We do, right. all of us lead uh, very, very busy lives. Everybody from your college students, you know, to young professionals, to even those who are in, uh, you know, senior professional roles, everybody is just really busy. And it sounds like we're just not making the time that we need to eat the right foods. And so you, you guys have the supplements. Um, and how does the supplements I guess work because I mean, obviously, eating fruits and vegetables would be ideal. So, where do the supplements come in in terms of kind of aiding that? Because I would imagine that you can't, while the app supplements are good, having them as a substitute doesn't really still give you like vegetables are very filling. It gives you, and they're very tasty. Um, whereas the supplements seem like they're just that, right? In, in addition to if you're missing something, right? Yes. Tell me, yes. I just want to make sure I got, I'm yes. on the right roll. That's exactly okay. right. They, they don't taste great. They, I take a lot of them and they're hard to get down. You know, everything that a supplement should be. But um, the, again, going the fruit and vegetable route. <clears throat> first of all, mm-hmm. it's, if you're really going to do it, it's yeah. just, I should grow them yourself. And some people do that. I applaud that. But yeah. uh, we have a lot of deer in my neighborhood. A lot of vegetables get eaten by the deer. 
that are grown in I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're healthy, but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went the supplement route because, and I eat as many fruits and vegetables as I can. Okay. And uh, the supplements are just that, a supplement. Yeah. And these that are guaranteed to increase your fruits and vegetables, uh, guaranteed your, to increase your score, are filled with antioxidants that will do that. Okay. So um, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, our, our business was started, Pharmanex was started by three scientists, one from Merck, one from Wyeth, and one from the University of uh, California, that mm -hmm. want to bring to supplements the rigors of medicine. They wanted medicine to be built with natural products. But yeah. you can't do that because you can't trademark a natural product. Yeah. So medicine always had to make the synthetic version of the product. And so they just had enough and they wanted to bring to supplements the rigors of medicine. And they have done it. They they test the way medicine tests. They uh, they trial the way medicine trials. Mm -hmm. um, it's just wonderful. And I have a sense that these supplements are the best out there. Now, I'm sure we could find something else that would say the same thing, but not too much yeah. because <laughs> supplements are not regulated. Yeah. And yeah, and that is that is one of the things I was going to ask, you know, because that can be one of the barriers for people who like to have things that have been regulated, that have gone through either a vigorous testing process or some type of clinical trial. So I was going to ask you, how does of somebody who may be more on that side of, you know, I, I like, you know, this all sounds great, but you know, how do I know that this is best for me? How does somebody go and learn more about this so they can see, so they can make a decision to say, you know what, I, I wanna see, this all sounds good. You know, of course I wanna have, you know, make sure that, you know, if, for example, let's say it's someone like myself who has some histamine. I have a histamine intolerance. So there's some fruits and vegetables. There's actually quite a few that I can't eat. I love them. For example, pineapples, citrus fruits, but I tend to have an, I have an, I have a really bad allergic reaction to them. Right. So all these lovely fruits that they grow here in Hawaii, I can't eat. Right. And so there's a lot of things that I've had to take out of my diet um, just because as you mentioned, the world that we live in now, the fruits are not the same, either due to pesticides or whatever it is. So if someone wants to say, you know, this sounds really great, but I, I don't know, I'm hesitant about this. How can they learn more about these supplements that they can make a, you know, informed choice for themselves? Um, there are many of me around and um, they need to talk to the farmer next salesperson like me and we out what their health concerns are. And we can provide you with the product information page, fully detailed with mm -hmm. all, all the ingredients and how much is in there. And you know you have a histamine and you know what it is. You would be able to recognize it, I think, in this product information page. Okay. 
say, no, I can't take that because it has this. Right. We'll recommend something else. A lot of people end up with a G3 juice just for that. Because okay. these, although it does have Siberian pineapple in it, um, it's uh, fruits that we generally don't eat, like Siberian pineapple. I think it's probably mm -hmm. than Caribbean pineapple. And it's got the GAC fruit, which I don't think I've ever seen a GAC fruit myself. Gotcha. And it's got silly fruit, and I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> so there's, right. there's three, there's four uh, fruits in there that it's not it just so it roll off your tongue. So as as the fruit you'd find in the grocery store or on a tree gotcha. that we know, at least that I know. Yeah. A lot of people okay. end up with G3, and G3 is a wonderful product. And that is the. Uh... That's that's the liquid supplement rather than a yes. tablet. That's the bottle. Okay. Yes. So then what if somebody's, you know, like, what if they want to talk to you some more? What if they're like, you know what? I hear Holly, you know, she's in my area. I live in North Carolina or I live in uh, Tennessee or I live in Georgia and I want to know more from her, I want to hear her story, you know, she's my kind of woman. How do they find out more about you and talk to you since you've been telling this story? Well, if they look at my webpage, www.hollyshealthyhelp.com, they will, there's lots of videos on that. There's lots of information on that. And there's a way to contact me. And they can, anybody can do that anywhere in the world. Okay, good. So we'll make sure that we have your website um, in the show notes so that, you know, they just need to click on it. It's a, it's an immediate available. They could just click and go. Um, and then, so I want to ask kind of, you know, one more question um, with regards to to knowing a little bit more um, or actually kind of just, just with you, what your kind of future goals are now, right? You are now cancer free, you're out here, you're energetic, you're working, you've got this health, uh, you've got this coaching program. Uh, what's the next step now? What are you gonna be doing next? I love this business and I just want to succeed in this business. And people in this business can make a fair amount of money. And that's my goal, make a fair yeah. amount. <laughs> You know, I think I think it's it's one of those things I, I have uh, told um, some friends and actually a couple family members who want to be able to assist and provide for others, but then don't always know uh, financially. And I always say you can do good and make money at the same time. They don't necessarily have to be oxymorons. You know, you don't have to uh, be be in a position where you feel like you're doing harm to others in order to make money. Like if you have good intentions and you know a product is good or you know a service, right? Sometimes we sell a service, not necessarily a product. Um, and you don't necessarily have to be uh, making pennies off of it. So no, I mean, it's great. It sounds like you, obviously your journey has been amazing um, in terms of obviously getting diagnosed later in life with cancer, but now you are how, how many years post-cancer? 22. Yeah, so 22 years 
post-cancer, you look amazing. You're out here thriving, you're tennis, you're working in sales. Um, And then also having your mother-in-law's journey, right? Listening to her story. You know, you guys are all blessed. And I think not just you guys, but the community is still blessed to have her here to share her wisdom, to still be able to engage with her and still eat all her lovely food. Um, And and those are, some of those things are testaments. And so I think that's what's important about, um, that's why I'm really glad to be able to kind of hear your story because very often we don't get to hear those, we don't get to hear those stories and hear what people do, even if it is a matter of, you know what, I'm a salesperson, this is what I do, but the reason that I do it is because I wasn't always a salesperson. I was I was the target audience at some point. I was the patient and somebody was telling me about this and here's what happened. I, I believe it so much that I realized I can now help other people do it. And I think that's what's really great about your story is that you went from being a patient to kind of being, you know, one of those people that wants to continue on to say, here's what's really beneficial if you want to look beyond um, additional medical services, right? Like that was the first part of your journey. Here's the next part of the journey that I am taking charge of. And I think that can be really powerful for people who don't know what maybe a next step is after they've completed, right, their medical journey and they're still not feeling good. And they're like, now what? (laughs) Right. And I think that's important. I think that's important to know. Yeah. So I've, I absolutely want to thank you. It's been a pleasure talking oh, same with here. you. Yeah. Same here. I really enjoy talking with you. You're easy to Don't talk. Don't hop off yet. <laughs> Don't hop off yet. <laughs> so we're going to, because I want to get some more resources from you. Um, but for you listeners, I'm going to make sure that we have all the information. Um, a lot of stuff that Holly talked about, there was a lot, but we're going to go ahead and gather some resources from Holly, make sure that we have those in the show notes, uh, whether it's links or anything that she can share with us. So I want to thank you all for being here with us and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you.